Fred Rogers wrote in his book, The World According to Mr. Rogers, as human beings, our job in life is to help people realize how rare and valuable each one of us really is, that each of us has something that no one else has or ever will have, something inside that is unique to all time. He continues saying, it's our job to encourage each other to discover that uniqueness and to provide ways of developing its expression from the world according to Mr. Rogers. Welcome to the first episode of Know Your Fundamentals. The definition of fundamental is forming a necessary base or core of central importance. And that's what Know Your Fundamentals is all about. To tap into the realizing of our unique potential that Fred Rogers describes, there are some things we now know have a profound impact on helping us connect more deeply to ourselves and the world around us. I have found myself in a unique position of having the opportunity to help others see their potential more clearly, and I want to do my part. Know Your Fundamentals is the podcast series that will give you the fundamental what, why, and how foundations of mental wellness, what you need to know, why it's important, and how to apply this knowledge into your own life experiences. Come as you are. There's nothing you need to do first to be here. I want everyone in the world to know their power and to participate and experience the fundamentals for themselves. Without a doubt, you're the expert on you, and no one knows you better than you know yourself. I bet you're great at many things, and so you know to be good at anything requires both mentally understanding something and being able to act on that information. The more you practice, you gain deeper insight and understanding of that ability, and you get even better at it. Whether it's fishing, baking, riding a bike, coding, practicing law, or getting your toddler to eat their vegetables in my experience, the more you do anything, the better you get. Now, who sat down and learned about what can help you live your best life or how to do it? Anybody? I wouldn't be surprised if that would be a big old resounding no. Let's face it, being a human being is hard, and most of us aren't taught about important aspects of our human nature that can help us live our best life, let alone taught how to apply wellness concepts into our own lives to make it happen. If any of us were fortunate enough to get social-emotional education in our upbringings, Chances are it's helpful pieces of the puzzle, but alone it's not enough to feel like there's a secure foundation to build up from. Lucky for us, we're all capable of learning and adapting. And now's the time to give you and as many people throughout the world the need to know foundations of wellness. And I'm here gladly to show and tell. This episode is an introductory episode where I'm going to talk about what the podcast is about and where it came from why the information of the podcast is important and applies to you and is good for all people to generally know, and finally, how to take the information from the podcast and apply it to your own life. In addition, I'll share how the podcast will be organized so you can navigate each episode with clarity and ease to best support your listening preferences. This series is a bit like a podcast, a bit like a self-help workbook, a wellness app, and an audiobook. I'll be talking directly to you guiding you through the concepts, skills, and practices. The episodes are like chapters and will build upon each other and move in an organized sequential order. I'll discuss this more in detail later in this preamble of an episode. 
I'll also share with you helpful resources, including the mindcastmedia.com website, where you can get all information related to Know Your Fundamentals and can support this series if you have the means to help get its content shared to as many people as possible. I believe that health is a human right, and I want to provide these resources and translate these resources to be as accessible and attainable as possible. Now to introduce myself. Hi, my name is Kelly Berthold, and I'm a seemingly normal cookie cutter of a person as a white 35-year-old cisgender female with a husband, toddler, two dogs, and a cat that works as a community mental health provider and licensed clinical social worker in my home state of Pennsylvania. Now, you don't know me, but believe me when I say it took a lot of work, mistakes, preventable and unpreventable suffering, school and student loans to get to where I am today, a person who feels good. I always wanted to help people, and how I wanted to do that originally was through storytelling. My first career was working in the film and television industry, where I bounced around a bit. At the time, I had access to my dream career and was incredibly fortunate to have the opportunities that were available to me. To be from central Pennsylvania and have a random chance to move to LA and work in a business that's notoriously hard to break into, that was a big deal, and I try not to take that for granted. However, where I was in my own mental, emotional, and social health often put me at odds of feeling capable of doing what I dreamt of doing. I was so close, but so far. There were absolutely things that were a part of the industry that were not supportive of the mental and emotional well-being of a young woman in her early 20s, but lacking a strong mental and emotional foundation only made matters worse. A major takeaway and fortunate breakthrough, though, of my young adult life was that to understand how to help people or to even create stories that could possibly help others, I needed to experience, learn, and understand what people needed to live happier and more fulfilling lives, including what I needed to live a happier, more fulfilling life. I had no idea what that really meant for me or anyone. Struggling most of my childhood, adolescence, and young adulthood with anxiety, attention challenges, and at times crippling depression. I could see who I wanted to be, but I was lost in a fog of my own mental health challenges. I grew up primarily in college towns, and despite so much access to resources seemingly available, knowing what, who, where, or even how to ask for help was never obvious to me. Even when I knew I wanted to get help, I was still lost. If I had pursued how to help others without recognizing my own need to help myself, I would have continued to struggle and flounder. I often felt like I was trudging forward to support myself in the life I wanted, but something in me had hope that if I had just kept learning and experiencing something other than what I was feeling, something else could be, maybe, possible. The trials and tribulations I have experienced are nothing remarkable, no matter how intense they were at times. At their most basic, they are human experiences, even the most horrible of situations. And if I had at my disposal then what I know now, if I knew as a child, as an adolescent, as a young adult, what I know now, the pain and suffering I had experienced would have undoubtedly been less frequent, less intense, long-lasting, or impactful. It is very possible that I would have made decisions that would have been more beneficial for myself beneficial for my friends and family, community, and even potentially world at large. We know pain and suffering are inevitable parts of the human experience, like change, death, and, jokingly, taxes. And it doesn't mean that we need to suffer the intensity, duration, or frequency that we do suffer. It also does not mean that we deserve to suffer 
Fortunately, we can form new relationships with our suffering, and that can change everything. What is unfortunately normal in our society is being depressed and anxious and feeling isolated in our suffering. To share some statistics, the World Health Organization shares on their website that nearly 1 billion people, or 1 in 8 internationally, are living with a mental health disorder. Mental health conditions cause 1 in 5 years lived with disability. About 20% of the world's children and adolescents have a mental health condition, and suicide is the second leading cause of death among 15 to 29-year-olds. In the United States, according to the CDC, more than one in five are living with a mental health disorder, and one in five children in the U.S. have had or are currently experiencing a severely debilitating mental illness. Unfortunately, there is data to suggest that mental health access is worsening in the United States and not getting better. The key takeaways here are that misery is normal, people internationally are suffering, and there might be a little bit of a systemic issue here, just a little one. In our modern society, as technologically advanced as we are in many ways, the people of the world are suffering, and that suffering is normal. To say I feel normal would be ignorant of the pain others are experiencing. Harvard University's Flourishing Program defines human flourishing as a relative attainment of a state in which all aspects of a person's life are good. Reflecting on that definition, I do not feel normal. I feel like I'm flourishing. Leaving my dream industry in entertainment, I returned home to Pennsylvania and went back to school to jump into psychology and then social work. I learned about myself. I learned about others. I learned about the human experience. I learned how to flourish. I applied it to my life. I practiced it. And now I'm flourishing, not to rub it in. And in the pursuit of education, learning from others, and learning from my own experiences, it has further supported my passion to help others. Everyone deserves to experience flourishing, and it's not rocket science. For me, creating a new relationship with suffering included creating a new relationship with fear. I had to confront the boogeyman a lot. The biggest obstacle I faced was confronting my fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of getting it wrong, fear of making mistakes, fear of failing, fear of wasting time, fear of myself, fear of others. Franklin Delano Roosevelt is famously quoted saying, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I understand where this quote is coming from. When the experience of fear is so strong, it can feel like a monster is looming over you. You can barely see the possibilities that lay just beyond the intensity of that fear. I didn't necessarily believe I would lose my fear of fear, but I wanted to feel differently. I wanted the possibility of something else existing. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to live better. Fear was with me no matter what choice I made. I had to accept and exist with the fear and keep telling myself that whatever choice I made, was the best one I knew how in that moment. I did a trust fall with myself over and over and over again. And like I said earlier, we can forge a new relationship with pain and suffering, and that includes fear. Collectively, the information I learned, coupled with the intention of trying and experiencing something else over and over and over again, beyond what was normal for me, beyond my suffering, allow for me to be empowered in my own life. I created a new relationship with myself and the entirety of my experiences. I don't have to run anymore. 
I know my power. Nowadays, the boogeyman and I are cool. We talk often. He helps me figure things out when I need some insight. We're good. If I can help you with befriending your boogeyman, I am glad to support that friendship. Given where I have been and where I am today, I have a trust and love for myself that I believe everyone deserves to feel and experience. It sounds icky, but it's awesome. I am very fortunate and grateful and have a strong desire to help others experience what should be normal, feeling generally good and flourishing. As of today, I worked in mental and behavioral health for 10 years in a variety of settings, age groups, and populations. When I thought that using entertainment as a way to help people was a close chapter in my life, October of 2022, I started writing what is now the podcast of Know Your Fundamentals. I'm grateful that my passion for education, outreach, and prevention has brought me to a time and place where I have access to technology that can help me help others. I'm grateful that I've had the education, learning opportunities, and experiences with all those I've had the great fortune to learn from and continue to learn from, and have ultimately helped me adapt an ocean of science into a clear, focused, and accessible foundation of mental health wellness educational concepts, strategies, and tools that I will be sharing with all of you. I hold the opinion that people shouldn't have to leave a dream career to pursue a bachelor's and master's degree education, accrue the student debt that I have, and dive into a career in mental health to flourish. We can be more efficient and cost-effective here. So fast forward to today and how this podcast came to be. I recognized over and over again that when it came to mental health and wellness, the cart was often coming before the horse. What I mean by that is that I noticed the people around me, both in my work as a therapist, but also the people in my personal life, were trying to help themselves the best way they possibly knew, but struggled to have a strong, reliable foundation of having their most basic mental health needs met. Without the support in the right order, and without having their basic foundational wellness needs met, or a clear understanding of where to start and where to go, they felt stuck. Their cart isn't moving, they don't know why and they start thinking something is wrong individually with them, that they can't figure out how to move forward, and everyone else can. I know I felt that way too. Now, I won't go into all the places that I've worked over the years, but suffice it to say, I've had a lot of experience with many different people, and this was ordinary and continues to be ordinary. Undeniably, we have access to a lot of mental wellness information that is completely free, but free does not mean accessible or coherent. Systemically, what is lacking is a clear focus of organization and direction of what can be helpful for a general population. Let's say that we do create this clear, accessible, and organized step-by-step -step of mental wellness concepts. Fantastic. And it needs to be communicated in a way that strengthens connection among people and with themselves. When we individually are doing well, we all do well. We are collectively in this. Your health is my health. My health is your health. What I'm talking about isn't therapy. It's education of basic mental health and wellness concepts that everyone deserves to know, and therapy is not required in order to get them. In addition, we fortunately live in a time where there's a great deal of innovation happening, and that innovation is often pointing at the same things time and again that are necessary to wellness and flourishing. 
The evidence points across disciplines and different areas of study that we have available science, resources, and practices that can make mental wellness possible for many and without turning it into rocket science. The problem often that is faced is translating the science out of academic circles and medical fields and delivering it to people. Delivery is a major obstacle. Just because we have the research and information, it doesn't mean we healthcare providers and educators are always so good at helping others understand how it applies to their own lives and how to actually apply it to their own lives. Information dumps are wasted time, energy, and resources. In addition, we also need to take the time and effort to deliver information ethically. Best practices are hard to update and adapt across communities, nations, and internationally for so many reasons that I won't get into, at least not this episode. Long story short, it's complicated. But as a reminder, this is an international systemic problem, not a personal flaw that if you could just Google the right question, all your problems are going to go away. A 2020 study published by Elsevier Academic Journal Psychiatry Research by Bauer and Kirshner cited that it can take 17 to 20 years to get clinical innovations into practice, and fewer than 50% of clinical innovations ever make it into general use. What I'd like to highlight here is that we have a ton of scientifically useful information out in the world that is available right now, but internationally, we really, truly, deeply struggle with giving people the basics to function and function well. And again, it's available, it's attainable, and it's not rocket science. There's just a lot of red tape, politics, and bureaucracy that both has its purposes and also a lot of drawbacks. Nevertheless, it's a hurdle. We can see that when the global average for mental health budgets across countries is less than 2%, it really does pay to invest in health. Cue the Jerry Maguire meme, show me the money. Now, I'm going to be explicit a few times here. I'm not saying that you wouldn't benefit from therapy if you listen to this podcast. Nope, not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that this is a combination of publicly accessible educational mental health and wellness concepts, tools, and skills that are already out there, but I've organized it in a way that may actually help you have a foundation to work with. With a strong foundation, all those resources, podcasts, apps, mental health specials are going to make a lot more sense and, at least in my mind, are likely to be a lot more useful to build your house of wellness. So you now know that the information is out there and the basics of what you need to know are not rocket science. Now what? You still don't know where to start or where to go? I've got you. I will guide you where to start and where to go. The past several years, especially over the pandemic, I was providing a lot of brief interventions that started out with me teaching my clients what I now call the fundamentals. I didn't make them up. Nothing here is new. And all of it is widely freely attainable through a search engine or app which you'll be able to find on the mindcastmedia.com website under resources. In addition, anything I communicate has been studied to be beneficial for people of different ages, cultures, and backgrounds, and varying physical and mental abilities. Any information described has gone through peer-reviewed research from highly accredited institutions, from internationally respected scientists, have been demonstrated to be evidence-based concepts, tools, and practices to help people improve their well-being. 
What I have done is recognize patterns between evidence-based therapy models, fields of study and disciplines, and scientifically founded research and put the concepts, skills, and tools together in a way that can serve as a foundation for wellness and human flourishing. If anything doesn't apply to you, then please feel free to either alter the material in a way that may work best for you and your life. It is not my goal to make everything a one-size-fits-all, but rather empower you to use this information to inform your life and mental health. In addition, there's undeniably a need for mental health professionals to be a part of social media resources and communication, as well as a need for social media influence to be ethical and, to the best of anyone's ability, live by the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. I have written this series within the National Association of Social Workers Code of Ethics to serve my local, national, and international community, support social justice, dignity, and worth of people, the importance of human relationships, integrity, and competence, and I'll make it clear at the start of each episode that this series is not therapy and not my clinical recommendations, but is educational concepts, tools, and resources to help as many people as I can who struggle to have access to this educational mental health information. I will take every consideration and opportunity to ensure that I'm working within this code of ethics and work within the responsibility of my position as a licensed clinical social worker, which is why every episode will be written and recited, as I'm doing right now. In my education as a social worker, we obtain training in both community outreach and advocacy and direct practice. My work with MindCast LLC and Know Your Fundamentals is my community outreach and advocacy work and is separate from my direct practice work as a clinician. Know Your Fundamentals is tending to a gap, or a massive crater, of what is widely missing in our society, a foundation. Know Your Fundamentals is foundational wellness information shared to the masses, nationally and internationally. This podcast is accessible, attainable, organized to the point and provides a clear step-by-step path of these foundations. It is written for a general population, meaning most people may benefit in some way from the information found in this podcast. I want to empower you to connect more deeply to yourself, others, and the world around you. Brought to you by me, a human that gets it. Here's what it is, here's why it's important, here's what is helpful to do about it, and here's how to do it, period. Throwing bureaucracy to the wind, We have the resources today that can help billions. Now we need to apply it and share it. Mark Twain once said, write what you know. 15 years ago, I only knew what it was like to be stuck in the mud. And now I'm exploring all that life has to offer as I personally know the power of these fundamentals. We need creative solutions to provide this foundational information. And I'm happy to do what I can to tend to this gap through this podcast and Mindcast LLC. To be clear, I am making it my job and duty to take the science and deliver it to you the best way I possibly can on a silver platter. The what you need to know, why you need to know it, and how to apply it to your life and make it as accessible, approachable, and attainable as humanly possible. Now, I'm going to throw out the analogies again. The fundamentals will put your cart and horse in the right order, teach you how to ride, and so you can move in any direction you want to go, wherever your path may take you. When you get stuck in the mud, you can come back to the basics and get back on the road again. You can feel more empowered to be the captain of your ship, trusting yourself more and understanding your own individual wants and needs as you're sailing and navigating the wind and the oceans of your life, moment to moment, in ways that are in line with your goals, 
values, and passions. To quote Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, teach him how to fish, and you feed him for a lifetime. Now, let's jump into what we'll be doing in Know Your Fundamentals, starting with the organization of the podcast episodes, organization of each individual episode, and organization of the website. The first season of Know Your Fundamentals will be focused entirely on the fundamental episodes. We'll be able to get through the foundation of what you need to know from start to finish in this first season. I don't need 500 episodes to get these points across. Like a wellness app, workbook, and audiobook, it's for you to return back to in whatever way can be convenient for you to reset, reflect, or practice at your convenience. It is first recommended to listen to these episodes in order and then return back to them as many times as you'd like for refreshers, reflection, or coming back to specific episodes, segments, and skills. Whatever suits you and your learning and your practice. Some things may not click the first time around, and that's okay. That's not uncommon when first being introduced to information and practicing. But each time you may find you get more and more out of it as you gain deeper insight and understanding through your own experiences. Knowledge comes from both integration or connection between information and your own experiences. In this series, episodes serve as information and as a handy tool for experiential practice to help you gain deeper knowledge. To quote Aristotle, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. And I think it's safe to say that it may take a little time and practice. So be gentle with yourself and do what works for you each time that you listen in. Again, it's very important to clarify since I am an active mental and behavioral health provider, this podcast is not therapy and I'm not your personal clinician making clinical recommendations. That being said, please feel empowered to apply and adapt these concepts and skills into your life in ways that are most appropriate for you, whatever your identity, your beliefs, and your personal values. A major aim of this podcast is self-empowerment and exercising trust in yourself. In my episode notes and on the website, I'll always have citations of where information or skills are located so you can check them out on your own time. If you're ever in a life or death situation that prompts immediate attention in emergency services in the United States, please call 911. If you're in need of mental or behavioral health support, please call 988 for the crisis and suicide hotline. I encourage you to continue to the acknowledgments and disclaimers recording for additional information and recommendations for use of this podcast, including use as a family, supporting others, and whether or not it would be appropriate to incorporate it into mental health and or medical treatment. The fundamentals will cover the what, why, and how of foundational mental wellness and flourishing. Every episode of this podcast and its segments will be organized to discuss what is important in that particular episode, why it applies to us as human beings, evidence-based skills, tools, and concepts that are helpful to understand, practices that may be worth trying to support wellness and flourishing, and how to practice. At the end of each episode, I'll lead a practice and make some recommendations for practicing in daily life. Some plans for episodes after the fundamentals of the first season will explore deeper dives on the concepts of these foundational episodes and also explore fundamentals in other areas of the human experience. A major aim of this podcast and Mindcast LLC is to additionally pursue multiple creative mediums to provide these and other fundamental resources. I'll talk more about this later in a few moments. 
Please feel free to explore the website at mindcastmedia.com to see the full list of all the Know Your Fundamentals episodes, resources, and premium content, as well as ways to support. This podcast is a grassroots effort that to sustain or even survive will need some funding and to grow will need a lot of support. Premium content is a way to keep us afloat, but generous donations will be gladly accepted as well to help this podcast and its mission thrive and give back bigger and better. Please also follow Know Your Fundamentals on social media. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, as well as the Know Your Fundamentals podcast YouTube channel. The Know Your Fundamentals podcast YouTube channel on Spotify will have video and audio with subtitles. The YouTube podcast channel in standard definition will have multi-language subtitles available. This podcast supports empathy, compassion, and open-mindedness and hopes to empower you to experience flourishing and whatever that means for you. At no point does this podcast endorse any mental, emotional, social, or physical behavior to intentionally harm yourself or others. I think that's pretty obvious, but let's just be clear. Any perspectives I'm sharing is not because it's the only way to support mental health and wellness, but it is a way, and I hope everyone who listens feels empowered to apply this information and material in ways that can enhance your life. I may not have experienced exactly what you're going through or what you have gone through, but I understand human suffering, and I want you to know that everything and anything that I'm articulating in all upcoming episodes is as a fellow human that is among you. I don't know any better. I don't know any more. No one knows you more than you know yourself. And this information is to help you to feel more empowered in building and strengthening your wellness foundation and house and keeping it upright when storms inevitably ebb and flow in life. In addition, it is my hope that you feel you can more confidently navigate the ocean of wellness information after going through this series in ways that can most support your life. With each episode, I'll share skills and practices that you may decide to try. Choosing to participate in these exercises is a personal choice and are not clinical recommendations. Again, this isn't therapy. If you're obtaining therapy or are working with any healthcare providers, I do encourage you to speak with them about any practices and how we may have a place in your healthcare, as well as if medical or mental health providers have any other suggestions for adjusting practices to meet your own personal needs. It's always good to check in with medical providers if you're doing any activities and get their go-ahead if it could potentially impact any past, present, or future health conditions. You can also check out our terms of use document that's available on the mindcastmedia.com website. To be human is to suffer, and we absolutely can suffer less. The fundamentals are not going to stop all suffering, and... They just may empower you to decrease the frequency, duration, and intensity of your suffering and increase the intensity, frequency, and duration of positive experiences. There's nothing magical or mystical that's going to be taking place here. There are no tricks and absolutely no quick fixes. But if you're open to learning, exploring, and trying something, there's only good intentions here on my end. Although I would have liked to suffer less, and I do not think people deserve to suffer or be drowned in misery in order to learn important lessons in life. I am grateful that I was able to learn and experience for myself what has brought me to develop this podcast. It is through the entirety of my experiences, past and present, 
that I've been brought to this moment of providing a prevention, outreach, and educational resource in a means that is hopefully accessible, attainable, and clear as my central Pennsylvanian dialect will allow me to be. I thank my family and friends, especially my husband and son, for being supportive in this labor of love. Adam, I love you. Thank you for all that you are and all that you do. So to wrap it up, let's cue the domino effect of mass global goodness because every human being will benefit from knowing the concepts and skills of this series. A unifying vessel of key mental wellness concepts and skills, internally and externally, implicitly and explicitly, one person and the world. The benefits are limitless when people wield the power of fundamental information and can apply it to their own lives. No matter what you do, no matter what happens to you, Mindcast and Know Your Fundamentals will continue to be the base for which you can build your unique awesomeness. So what's the catch? You get more fish. Yeah, bad joke to finish it off. You're welcome. It's simple. When you do better, we all do better. When you feel empowered, we all feel empowered. Each one of us is powerful and the world will be a better place when we all know our power. That knowing comes from learning and applying to your own lived experiences. I hope this podcast serves you well. If you have the means to support, please visit mindcastmedia.com to see ways that you may be able to support the podcast and media content that can continue to spread foundational wellness information across communities nationally and internationally. On mindcastmedia.com, you can connect with us for any other questions, comments, donations, merchandise, resources, premium content, and more. Be a part of the Mindcast mission so we can focus more on what matters, the access of fundamental information to everyone. See our show notes for info, citations, and resources. You can follow us at Know Your Fundamentals on Facebook, Threads, TikTok, and Instagram, KY Fundamentals on X, and Know Your Fundamentals podcast on YouTube. Our Spotify Know Your Fundamentals playlist with over 15 hours of positive upbeat songs across eras can also be found on the mindcastmedia.com website. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, but for some reason you can't get it, please email me at info at mindcastmedia.com. On the YouTube Know Your Fundamentals podcast channel and Spotify, Videos are available with audio, video, and subtitles. You are valuable and awesome, and I want to share with you the most important aspects of human flourishing so you have more power to empower the awesomeness of your own unique potential. Now, let's get to the empowering.